Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Here's what's going to happen. I am going to have to fix you, manage you to on a more personal scale, a, a more micro form of management. What is that called? Micro Jimmy. Boom. Yes. It's Mike Shope. What is your name, sir? I am Bill Butlicker. And the Bulldog. Really? That's your real name? How dare you? My family built this country, by the way. It's Mike Shope. The three words I would describe you as is aggressive, yes. hostile, and definitely difficult. And the Bulldog. Well, I like the sound of your voice. On WGR Sports Radio 550. What's up? Happy Friday. Five o'clock. Let's go. No football this weekend, you know, unless you count the uh, Pro Bowl games. You know, when the when the Open played at, at 3, the special Friday Open with the kid talking about mumble rapping, it's when I realized no picks. And no picks. I'm realizing what, it what just are, now. What, what are we, we going to do at 6? What are we going to do in an hour? No picks. Oh, boy. <laughs> A whole other second. There's got to be something we can do. <laughs> There's got to be something we can do. <laughs> I haven't thought of it yet, I'll tell you that. Glad for the Pro Bowl games because we get a Stefan Diggs interview or two. And now we got that to chew on. It's not it's not uh going down easy. No. I'm chewing it and chewing it and chewing it. No. And it's just chew it's just No. I, I, I have rough. I, I have a bit of a feeling that my uh, uh you know, I get my beer on the outside plan is going to be severely tested today because i'm about to be left without a vehicle and i don't have any beer oh wow and i feel and i feel like that's that's gonna i feel like the need or the desire for one after another couple hours of this is gonna be pretty high Mm, what are you gonna do walk to the store whiskey Okay, you have other options. I have, I have, I have alcohol in the house. I just don't have. Any you got that cereal in the freezer. You can even go to that. <laughs> I'm not sure that'll be enough. Let's go to Peter next. Hi, Peter. Hi, fellas. How are you? First time caller and big fan of the show. Uh, actually, Thank met you. Mike a, a few years ago at a Christmas party. But with regards to the Stefan Diggs situation, I'm just wondering if you guys could explore. Say he did want to get out or or was looking to get out. Could you guys talk about maybe a potential? you know, situation that could possibly be any better than he and Josh and Buffalo and what that might look like? Or is there even a, a situation where you like might be an improved situation for him to kind of get where he wants to go as far as a championship? Well, I mean, you you probably know that you could make a list too. The, the Bills have, have a great, have had a great team and 
have availed their players to a real chance at a championship, but they're not the only team like that. So, I mean, just look at the <laughs> look at the standings. I don't know. Like, I, I his brother I, plays for such a team. I don't see any reason to other than having been asked here, and I'm not trying to be difficult, but like, are we there? Where could he go and be happier? It's of course having having a chance to win is not everything. Other teams also have a chance to win. And what the kind of way I'm feeling, if not sort of the consensus at this point, is relationships or just, I don't know. I mean, it it could be more than that. It, it, it can be lifestyle stuff sometimes for players. You know, it just... The Bills are not the best team in the NFL. They're not the only team that would give their players a chance at a Super Bowl. How about starting with the teams that are actually in the Super Bowl, right? Like, okay. And and you mentioned Dallas, which was also pretty good. How am I am I doing badly here? Do I want to uh, do I want to start naming teams that well, could use a Stefan Diggs and the, maybe the could also well. have a chance to win? <laughs> yeah. that, is that what I need to be doing? I don't think you need to be doing it, but to say, "Are we there?" It's the natural. It's the next natural. It's the natural progression. Like if we're if we're worried about him and his happiness and his fit and whether he wants to move on or whether the team wants to move on from him, then yeah, like the ne- the next piece is like where where do you, where where does he go? <laughs> like where, where what do we do about it? And is it financially realistic at all? And I, boy, I really have a hard time with that. I mean, I don't know. I have not yet seen, and I'll bet, you know, this this will come at some point. Um, maybe it's already out there, and I just don't know exactly where to go look. I mean, I know what the dead cap number is. It's $31 million. Um, but I don't know how different that is. If you trade the player uh, post June one, like how it splits up and all of that, like all the permutation, like like what are we really talking about? You know, like how I, I think it seems untenable financially, but I don't have to be right about that. I mean, it's just it's just an opinion. I mean, you can you can you could do it. I just don't know that it's smart or financially well financially smart. I I don't know if it makes sense to do it. Um, so like part of me, this is why I get so tangled up every time this sort of subject comes up about this player specifically, because a part of me just thinks, shut up. He can't, you can't, you can't do it. There's no way to functionally make that work and still be a good team. Like replace him on your team and supplement your receiver core and have money to sign defensive tackles and ends and whatever else I need. Like, I'm creating a problem at a position I already have a problem at. That just seems like a non-starter to me. But but I don't have to be right about that. But that's how I – my core stance on this is it's not realistic. What are we even doing here? But then he talks, and then he's like, I don't know, maybe, maybe they want to do something. Maybe there's a way to do it that is, you know, less penal than I think it is. Or so. I, I, I just – it just – you can tell it's it's a it get I get frustrated about. It. I mean, I don't want to talk about it, but like I, I just I, I don't I don't know where to stand all the time. Here's Ryan next. Hi, Ryan. 
Hey, gentlemen. Um, so, again, we're talking about digs this early in the offseason. It's just so frustrating because we there's so many good things happening with this team. And whether it's Diggs' fault or not, it's not only the topic of conversation in the media, like, you know, he pointed out, you know, that's for you guys to talk about. But it's the first thing in the OTAs last year that the coach has to address, the quarterback has to address. It's just, again, whether it's his fault or not, I think enough is enough. And whatever the financial repercussions are, I know they're bad. To me, I, I, I know you, you might think I sound crazy, but I do think in some way, shape, or form, we'd be almost better right away because it is a bigger deal than he's making it out to be. Better right away if what happened? If we were to make a, a move away from him. Trade him. We'd be Trade better him, him, We'd be better emotionally because we don't have to talk about this, or the team would be better? I I would think the team. I mean, again, it's the first thing in the offseason that the coach had to address with that whole, like, you know, him showing up or not showing up. Um, and that has to weigh on Allen. I mean, I can't imagine Allen goes to bed at night some nights not thinking about how he's supposed to handle these types of things when that's really the last thing a, a guy of his stature should have to be thinking about. But, again, not saying it's Diggs' fault. I'm not saying it's anybody's fault. I just mm-hmm. I just think it's become a problem and it's affecting not just, you know, fans. It's affecting the team. I mean, they, it's the first thing they talked about this offseason. Well, you know, fair enough, Ryan. But how did the season go? Like, yes, there were a couple of days at the beginning of minicamp. Was it minicamp or training camp? Min- yes, mandatory minicamp. minicamp. Yeah. The first time that you had to be there. There were a couple of days where, like, there was a lot of drama. And then what happened? The season came and he kicked ass. Exactly. <laughs> right? Like... We're all trying to guess at how they get along, what's really the deal. You've probably, last year was a big rumor year for this, and maybe you out there heard your own rumors or didn't. Um, But then Bulldog just summed it up. And this happens also, right, like all the time in sports, where, I mean, of course there are conflicts between, between teammates or player and coach, but you might not even know about them. And if not for these sort of cryptic, this cryptic messaging that Diggs just seems to be obsessed with, we might not even know about this. It was just the one day where he didn't show up, but but he did. But anyway, that was weird. Like, (laughs) I'm not interested in in any, well, I just don't agree with any idea that somehow the Bills are a better team if he's just simply not on it. And last year isn't an example of why that would be true. It's an example of why it isn't or why it wasn't. Because there was, again, drama, and how did it go? Like, they were really good. They they lost to Kansas City by three points in the second round. It's, you know, it's it's that. So, I... Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I would not agree at all with any, the caller's assertion that we'd be, be they'd be better off without him. We, we might be emotionally better, and so would they, if they didn't have to... Uh, sift through or wonder whether or not the dude's happy and wants to be a part of all this and likes his quarterback and all, all this stuff that, that comes up. But on the field, I mean, I, I, I just do not see a way that they make a move on him and they're better. I mean, he's right now – 
assuming a Davis departure, you're at like Khalil Shakir in your receiving core and Justin Shorter, Deontay Hardy. I mean, where where are we? Well, that's where, you know, you really want to dig into it, no pun intended, because there are there are trades in, in these situations sometimes. They seem unlikely. They can be shocking like Tyree Kill was or, you know, of course, Russell Wilson can't be traded, these kinds of things. Devontae Adams. Wait, I thought Aaron Rodgers' problem was, you know, like, why, why would he be traded after Aaron Rodgers stayed with Green Bay? Like, why? But mm-hmm. that happened, too. And then big contracts for those guys. I, I think you always you want it, you want your team to always be open to really anything, right? Like, okay, talk to me. What what about this idea? You know. Um, so that's kind of what your philosophy should be, and that is not this next part is not necessarily proven by anything today because again we've been here before with Diggs, but the Bills may think or know that he's in a new bad place with them. And if they do, they're going to have to get creative. And I don't think that's impossible. You know, like, are you probably, if you're making a trade, I mean, are you getting a DJ Moore or somebody like that, like the Bears did when they trade him? That was the first overall pick. Diggs, age, and money will make it hard. If, if the Bills even were inclined, will make it hard to get a good return. You're really, you're really going to – you'd end up doing it, well, for what? To be done? To have a divorce, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. To get younger? The kind of things that would not, like you said, scream out, we just got better. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't, I mean, I just don't know if there's enough creativity on God's green earth that, that, that could get you to a place where you'd feel like they've improved. Uh, and I don't, and I, you know, I just, I just don't, I just don't see it. <laughs> I just, I, maybe I'm being, uh, and I'm not trying to be difficult. I just, I, I mean, I, I just can't, I just can't fathom it. Let's go to John next. Hi, John. John? John. Hmm. John? Yes. Yes. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, So I just wanted to say, you know, look, Marvin Harrison and and Peyton Manning, they did not get along at all. And and look at how great they did. You know, I I don't need Diggs and Josh Allen to be, you know, bosom buddies that go out and play catch in the backyard. I need them to be professionals and to do their jobs. And from what I see, they, they do it quite well. You know, I, I can't believe that we're just still talking about this. Ah, there it is. Half an hour. There it is. I can't believe we're still talking about it like an hour after the comment. It's already too late. It's already been beaten to death. Oh, my God. It's it four more months. Is this what we get for having a bad hockey team that we're, we're talking oh, about? Oh, Absolutely. Yes. Okay, oh. but we're, you know we're the ones talking about it. What happens if we go three days without talking about it? It, it, it just it, it just kind of feels amazing to me that the, the guy says, you know, everything's fine, whatever, it's fine. He gets asked about it again. He gives a snarky response because he knows he's like, well, what does it matter what I say? You didn't believe me the first time. How many times can I ask my wife is she mad until she gets mad at me? I, I, I just don't get it. You don't get. 
why an hour ago when asked about his relationship with Josh Allen, Diggs wouldn't say anything toward that it's good, even though you're saying fine, fine, fine. He doesn't say any of that. And an hour later, you think it's old news or just not even worth discussing. Have I got I feel it? Like you just, I, I think got... he's just answering the same question he was asked last year. And nobody believes him then. So, what, you know, I, I don't know, just me personally, why does he have to say, yep, it's great, I'll talk to you guys in three months when you ask me again. Well, he could have. Did he have to? I guess not. But it he would. Did it last year. I mean, I feel like he did it last year. Right? I, I think, you know. I don't know, John. I mean, you're you're stretching a little bit for for me, but obviously, I or we are for you. I think you know you you make an interesting statement when you say you care about them. I don't know what I I have to do with Marvin Harrison, but you make an interesting statement when you say I only care about what they do on the field, and there have been moments on the field where this was, you know, you don't have to think so, but others would think you might have a problem here. Like it isn't. It's been, a, it's, it's been a year, but yeah, that's right. I, I, I even mean, I maybe, even maybe against Kansas City. No, I, I agree, and I'm, I'm sorry. What, the Marvin Harrison Manning thing was just the idea that they had a very, you know, icy relationship, and, and they weren't necessarily friends. And, and look what they put up. Uh, so yes, you know, the misconnections and and the the things that happen on the field, I, I get that, but I, I also see what they do and what they're capable of, and, and I don't think they. You know, I don't need to care that Diggs and, and Allen get along. No, that's right. That's right. I would say that, too. I just did, actually. I mean, that there. I just made the point that there are probably many examples of teammates who are not close. I mean, I, I think that that's right. And does it have to matter? Thanks, John. Does it have to matter? No, it doesn't have to matter. You know, I, I'm glad you called because I, I want to make sure that I, I'm not – mocking the idea that this is nothing i am mocking because i think it's kind of just what we're so used to in this business that on a friday afternoon when there's there's nothing to do with the sabers oh my god the sabers could be 50 and oh like on a friday afternoon when there's no game coming up and the season has ended that it's somehow amazing that this would be a story I mean, that, that to me is, I am mocking that. Of course it's going to be a story. It, it's yeah. not going to be fun. Bulldog and I are actually admitting to you throughout the conversation that started an hour and a half ago that we are going to hate doing this. This is not going to be enjoyable at all. Bulldog's talking about his brain oozing out of his head. I mean, and not having any beer. Not, yeah. And not having beer. <laughs> but it isn't wrong. Yeah. It no, isn't wrong. That's right. I, I think when the this this what was the call of name? I'm sorry. When when he says we're still talking about this, I I don't take that to mean from four o'clock. It's from last year, you mean? It's from yeah. It, it, it that, that it's more like the cumulative scar tissue of having you know had to you know decipher different somewhat cryptic comments that's, from the same guy. That's a good point. That's a good point. I just snapped because at 3.55, <laughs> I literally said that in, soon enough we'll be like, guys, why are we talking about this? And the guy, the guy literally said those very words. <laughs> Not an hour and a half later, 90% of fans don't even know that any of this happened yet. <laughs> it's already too late. That is to me, no. That's, that's a no for me, dog. Uh, here is Paul next. Hi, Paul. Hey, guys. 
Guys, where would you rank Diggs as far as receivers? Ever? Top 10. Ever? No. Top, no right now in the league, top 10. Yeah. I don't think I would anymore. I think I could name let's say 10, Let's say 10 and dropping, right? Okay. Uh, is there any chance in the world that, that we could trade him and a fourth and get a, a late first? Maybe. Okay, so if we do that, this is really designed more for next year and beyond, but let's say we go get two safeties, which is a buyer's market for safeties for $5 million each, get our next hide and Poyer, uh, get rid of Knox next year, and now basically our, we, we, we bring our first-round pick from next year into this year with a fourth, get back into the first end of the first round with that. We'd have three first-round picks. Uh, and then we'd have a we could grab a defensive lineman and, and two receivers with that, and then we basically would have 15 million spent for our five, uh, you know, weapons. Okay, I mean, look, if if there is going to be a Stefan Diggs trade, that's probably what it would look like, where you're you're tr- you're trading him for a draft pick. You've got to figure out, I mean, a lot of things like cap penalties and. What is this actually doing to my chances of winning? Because um, it's probably not great. It's a it's a move you make for the future. And I don't know how you make a move here unless you have a similarly possibly disgruntled player on another team that's comparable and you sort of trade your stuff for theirs. But that's probably what a trade would be if it's possible and if it's done. I think, you know, something like that. Figure out draft compensation. Could some team conceivably want to trade a first-round pick for him? Yeah, maybe. Not everybody would. His production really slipped. And last year in the second half, that happened too. I mean, I think you want to ask, you want to take a hard look at where he's at in his career, um, I think. And if that's if you're another team that's interested in him or if you're even the Bills. I mean, starting with what the Bills think. I don't either. Bulldog said it already. I want to say it too. Like exactly what cap ramifications would be. I'm not. I can't swear to it. I just see that 31 million dead cap number, and I think that's what you like. If you cut them, that's your penalty. I, I think it's like that. But it doesn't. I'm not sure. It's in every situation exactly I, like that. I think there's ways to break it up, but I think you're paying that money some way somehow. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Whether it's over the course of two years or one uh, depends on the timing of what you do. Um, that's why you get like post June 1st transactions even. Like you get guys that are, you you know, it's known they're going to be released, but they don't officially hit the books until June 1. Mm-hmm. I think that, and that can happen with trades too. That's happened with trade. Maybe, maybe even the, the, the Hill and Adams trades from, from two years ago were like that. I don't, I don't remember for sure. So yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I it, it, he feels like an immovable object. You better just hope produces to me. Um, and all, all, all that happens when he talks and and doesn't just, I don't know, patronize us with I go Bills, Bills Mafia. Where's a table I can jump through? Uh, it just makes us all insane to the point where I I don't know. Is Uncle Ned the Tom Hanks character in that in that uh, in, in that Family Ties episode? Uncle it, it Ned starts, starts drinking vanilla extract for the alcohol. Like I'm about to go look for the vanilla extract. That's where I'm at right now. <laughs> no, it's a long way to seven. Yeah. Oh no. No picks, no beer, no hope. <laughs> no picks, no beer, no hope. It's... The 2024 Bills. <laughs> the 2024 Mike Shope and the Bulldog Show. No picks, no beer, no hope. No point. No point. 803-0550. Having fun with it. Back after this, this is WGR. <laughs> I got a selection for your Bills, and I mentioned it before. Okay. I think defensive line over receiver, but mm-hmm. Tavondre Sweat from Texas. So yep. Zach, the producer, he'll know all about him because he's a Texas fan. But Tavondre Sweat, that's your Mobile MVP this year, and I think that's a beautiful pick for the Buffalo Bills in round one. Controversial stuff from our guest yesterday, Cody Carpentier. Run, run, Tavondre Sweat. <laughs> run to the hills. Cody had a lot of good insight on a lot of players. If you missed him, go to WGR550.com, on-demand audio, or the Odyssey app where you can hear recent shows. 803-0550 to join us. We have Adam next. Hi, Adam. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Sure. Thanks for calling. Appreciate you listening. Yeah, I wanted to uh, touch base on this uh, exhausting you know, situation, like you said, it's already been only been an hour and a half and it's already exhausting. And on February 2nd, Groundhog Day, it, it's fitting. Cause... Oh, wow. Good, Adam. So, so I, I just want to bring the point because this isn't going to stop. This is going to go on all off season. This is how it is. This is the bed we've made here in Western New York right now. So three times, Stefan Diggs has been voted as the captain of this team. And who votes that? The players on this team vote that. So his teammates firmly believe he's a leader and a good teammate. I mean, we can criticize him for for falling off in the second half of the season for two years in a row. And especially, you know, coming up big, he could have made that catch in Kansas City. I'll be the first one to to criticize on that. But I think I want to set the tone for the rest of this offseason for 
anybody that's thinking of, you know, talking reckless because these guys do hear that stuff is we can attack him on the field, but I don't think we, we got to stop attacking him as being a good teammate because he's proven he is by being the captain of this team and time in and time out. And it just, I want to set the tone hopefully for a long off season ahead. Okay. You know, I would, I would definitely concur to the idea of a good teammate. I'm I'm not thinking myself that he's not a good teammate. I mean, really again, like production leadership can come with it, but I've got what I need. I have had what I needed from Stefan Diggs to put it, you know, mildly. He's been super good. Durable, great even. Durable every every week on the field, all that stuff. As has been said, whatever his relationship is with his quarterback or even his head coach has not undermined uh, that going back. So you're right to say, you know, what what are we really worried about? What we're worried about, I think, is if anything has changed, if anything has gotten worse in this, because here we're to a new new offseason, he still won't even simply say that they get along well, you know, to an easy sitter of a question about that. And his play now is different than we were at, you know, two years ago, if not last year, where you're wondering, now he's 30, and you had a huge drop in that game, another playoff game that comes and goes without much production from him, and so you want to take a, a new look at it. Um, so that's really it. Like, it, his his Bills career has been awesome. Uh, but where are we at now? And what does today, if anything, tell us about where we're at now? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't um, – I don't – I understand why it might sound like this all ends up cloaked in he's not a good teammate. Um, but the, I, I've never even come close to inferring that ever. <laughs> even at the height of it last spring or summer. Like, I have no question about his competitiveness, uh, how seriously a pro he is, and what he has done for this team. Like, I, I, I think this team needed his personality and his competitiveness and his drive and everything that comes with it, and I, and I guess that, that, that includes all of this. Uh, when he got here, they needed it. I think, and he gave it to him. He's been vital to the whole thing, I think. What what I think this is for a lot of fans, and, you know, to an extent myself, I I would cop to this, is what do we really want? Well, we want to win. We want guys that we can get behind, and we want you to love it here. You want, we, we want you to love us. We want you to sound like you can't imagine going somewhere else to play. And I know that's naive and, and and probably ridiculous. But every time he doesn't just give you the, you know, oh, no, we're good, I'm good, Josh is great, I can't wait, we're going to get together in California, uh, you know, sometime in the off season, and, you know, I can't wait to come back at it, you know, go, go Bills, Bills Mafia, whatever. Just all the patronizing junk any guy can give you. He refuses to do it, and I think that just we're insecure. We're still insecure. Like, does he does he not like it here? Does he not like Josh? Does he not like McDermott? Does he not like wings? Does he have there's like ranch? Like, it's, it's that is what it is. 
I, I think. And it's insecurity because we want you to love us as much as we want to love you. And he just isn't playing that game. And I, res- I can respect that because I use the word patronizing in there with intent. Because mostly when people do that, it's patronizing. It can be. They're, yeah, okay, it can be. Thank you. Yeah. You're right. I'm running hot. It and can, I can be. Exaggerate. Yes, it, it can be. Some people would really mean it. Sure. And he just doesn't want to, you know, doesn't want to play that game. And that, I think, freaks people out. I think that that's all, you know, fine. Well said. Are you optimistic for the Bills this year? Uh, a lot of changes. Carriage before the horse. <laughs> work, work hard. I mean, it's almost like saying no. <laughs> it's almost like saying no. Like, why can't you? Who would never say, just say yes? Somebody's asking Jonathan Mingo if he's if he's op- optimistic for the Carolina Panthers this year. And he's like, yeah, yeah man. Go Panthers, you know? So it's, I think you're right. I mean, it's sort of an underlying level. It's also just like, why, why not? Why wouldn't you be optimistic? Are you are you think you're not going to be on the team? Is that maybe, you know? He did say to the question, if he thinks he'll be on the Bills, I don't know. Right. It's not his decision. Which is true. Right. If you did not have the salary cap penalty stuff that I only mostly understand and not fully understand, this would be a very different conversation. Because the Bills wouldn't have to be saddled with tens of millions in dead cap by moving him. And I could see myself being like, all right, well, let's explore that because he's 30 and we've had these flameouts in the playoffs that have included Diggs, right? I mean, that lines up. His performance in these losses is just minimal. So um, what can I get, right? Like, Oh, yeah. If I didn't have, if I didn't have a penalty, if I didn't have $31 million weighing me down here in, in dead money, yeah, I mean, it, it's one of the reasons why the, the league works the way it works, to protect the players to that extent or, or keep you from just, you know, you could just ditch them and have no penalty and go sign Michael Pittman. I would do that in a second. And it wouldn't be personal. It would just be business. There You're is. costing me this much. Your production's dropping. This guy's, you know, in his prime or about to get to his prime. And I, I'd rather pay him $30 million. Great. <laughs> yeah, I, I would do that in a second. I love Diggs. I've loved watching him play. I, I totally mean everything I said about his competitiveness and what he's meant to the whole thing. But you, if you're not the best I can do, man, if I, don't, I don't have to pay through the nose to make it happen. I move on in a second. And not because I'm aggravated. Just because, you know, realistically, what what you, you, you can barely hope for him to be. Hey, somebody earlier, where, where, where does he rank in the league? I said top ten, and you even balked at that. And I and I'm paying him. I'm paying him like that, so I'd rather do something else. But I don't think I can. Let's go to Will next. Hi, Will. Hi, you guys. How you doing? Great, Will. Thanks. <laughs> Good. Uh, yeah. Well, I didn't call about Diggs, but uh, real quick, I just I like the fact that he doesn't uh, patronize the the mafia. 
with the nonsense about chicken wings and all sorts of things. Like, you know, that's his personality. I've known guys like that, you know, that, uh, you know, keep it close to the vest or whatever. And, uh, you know, that uh, that doesn't bother me. I think, and especially with the dead cap hit of letting him go, I don't see him being traded anytime soon. So, uh, okay. and I wouldn't want him traded, at least not in the next year. You know, I know he had to drop off the second half of this season, but uh, he'll be fine going forward. My question was, uh, about Justin Shorter, I mean, I haven't, I don't, I never hear anybody bring his name up much. Nothing like that. I saw a recent uh, tweet or whatever uh, of him talking about how much he's been working and improving his skills watching the team. And I'm just curious about your guys' thoughts on him as a a prospect for someone that we need to, because we really need that that piece that stretches the field. And uh, you know, I mean, everybody's looking at the draft, looking at the draft. And I am curious too about your thoughts of who maybe the top prospects are for. For, you know, in the draft coming up to 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 take that role, maybe especially since uh you know it looks like Davis might be moving on, and uh, I know he's been inconsistent throughout the uh, throughout well, most of his career here, but um yeah, just curious with uh with with shorter, what your guys thoughts are on him? Because to me, man, he seems like just a beast, you know, and he just he's got the enthusiasm, he's got the the traits, and I thought he came out in the the class with like Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase, I think he was with it. Like he was comparable to them. And then he had to drop off in college. And I know he was injured in training camp going forward or whatever it was at the start of this year and stuff. So we haven't seen him yet, but uh, I'm just curious what your guys prospects are for him. I'm, I kind of got to go. So I'll hang up and listen, but okay. uh, yeah, I just I, was wondering if you guys could talk about shorter a little bit and uh, tell me what your, uh, if you have any optimism. I don't know about the names you mentioned there who are two of the very best young receivers or just flat-out receivers in the league, but I do feel like there's something familiar about Shorter being highly touted coming out of high school and then his college career just didn't 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 blast off. Uh, so I, I think that's that's there's some truth to that. He's a curiosity to me. Um, he may have a look at i mean i'm i'm hot and bothered about getting a receiver to take davis's role shorter might be i I would expect him to be in the running for that but i I don't know that i want to count on it but he's he's someone that's in the mix he's a big body and he might be a david when they drafted him i thought maybe he's a davis replacement but then he just never played this year so we got a red shirt and we have no idea really what we're dealing with and that's probably or possibly because he was on ir i mean he was not able to play right. so we don't know whether he ever would have uh, i don't really have anything more on him he's big i remember seeing him at at camp like this is a big lanky guy not even that skinny but um yeah i think it's just a possibility i was i was excited about isaiah hodgins a few years ago who similarly was a late round pick by the bills i thought he kind of profiled as a better receiver than davis did um, but just never really got off the ground, ended up going to the Giants, had a couple moments with the Giants. It's hard for players picked on day three to crack the lineup. It happens. I mean, Diggs was such a player. It happens, but the the deck is stacked against him. You have, you know, on this team, he wasn't going to go in over any of these other guys, you know, even if he had been uh, healthy from the beginning, at least at first. So you could have somebody there, but... The odds aren't great. Day three pick, lost a year. The odds aren't great. As far as this year's draft goes, Will, there is a list. We've been talking about some of these guys already. Senior Bowl this weekend, combine coming up, pro days, a lot of names. You could have seven or eight 
receivers in round one, people are saying, which um, will be very interesting. Bills pick 28th. Mike Shope and the Bulldog here, back after this. This is WGR. Excited for the Four Nations Tournament next year. Canada, U.S., Sweden, Guinea-Bissau. Everybody. I think there are probably a hundred country names that are funny for that, if you think the the premise is funny, which you may not. But uh, there are probably a hundred funny names. Funny country names. For like, here, here are four teams in a hockey tournament. Canada, United States, Sweden, Kiribati. <laughs> right? It's, I'm ramping up here. I feel like I'm getting uh, some traction. <laughs> T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. <laughs> United States, Canada, Sweden, New Zealand. New Zealand, sure. I bet they have hockey. Sure. Really, I don't know. I, I, I might. I, that I. It's so. It's so way over there on the map. I, I don't know. That seems like hockey could be tough. Those tropical island nations are the ones. Really, that's yeah. that's where you really wouldn't expect a hockey team. You know, Vanuatu. Not expecting Vanuatu to have a hockey team, but maybe we get a tournament going, you know, just include more countries, play it play it out. Finland is the real answer, by the way, if you didn't know. There is going to be a tournament, and, and the and Finns will be represented. And that's not like if you if you haven't heard. We haven't said it. I'm, I'm, I'm imagining Zach has, has said it in the updates, but um, this is not like a preseason. Or po- it's, the, it's replacing the All-Star game next year. Like they're gonna they're gonna do this in place of an All Star game next season, and I'm I'm here for that. Fine, That's, sounds like a great idea. Is, will it be taken seriously? I think so. Like the the All Star game played around with North America versus the world. Was that was that like intense? No, no, right? No, not at all. No. no. Hmm. I think this. I think this will will be. Okay. Josh Allen just did an interview at the end of his round at Pebble. It was with uh, 
think his name is Todd Lewis from the Golf Channel. And Lewis uh, asked him about digs, and Alan stripped off his clothes and walked naked into the Pacific. <laughs> you saw it too. Yeah. Yes. I, really dramatic. I doubt he got a question. About I think digs. everything's fine. I can't believe we're still talking about it. Yes. Yes. Sorry. Anyway, go ahead. What, again, <laughs> he, he simply answered it with one word. Again. <laughs> Nowhere is safe. Everywhere I go, people want to know if I like Stefan Diggs. And let me tell you, I've never loved anyone more. I just love him so much. I'm, start, I'm starting to well up just thinking about my love for him. All right, all right. Sneaky Joe had an interesting uh, observation or thought when it came to the NHL All-Star game. I want to bring that up. Maybe we'll end up talking some more bills here. The Super Bowl, 803-0550 if you want to join us. Did you see this interview? Was Alan asked about any? I mean, I'm real. assuming I did not have the volume up. Okay. I saw him oh, being I interviewed. See. I got gotcha. you. I'm right. assuming he wasn't. Okay. It really didn't need to be brought up. No. no. You know, there's nothing new here, really. It's just more reason to wonder is all it is, right? Just more reason to wonder. Yeah. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog, back after the update. This is WGR. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.